0: The network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This.
1: This. This is is AV
2: Nation. This
1: is AV Nation. This is Tim Albright with AV Nation, live from NAV, National Association of Broadcasters 20. 22 in Las Vegas Uh, not my first time in Las Vegas this year not my last and we'll talk about that as we go around the horn here with me first and foremost is a young man that not only did I get to hang out with in Vegas earlier at CES but also Enterprise with David Dento from Poly. Young man where, where? Oh stop it young man how are
2: you? I'm okay it's, it's gotta, the trade shows are ramping up and I'm ramping up you yeah, know the absolutely. ability to stand on your feet all day and walk around is not the easiest thing to do well especially when we're out of practice exactly right
1: uh, our, our good friend uh, Chris Netto has started something called show 50 as we try to get back into show, show uh, uh, um, uh, shape but uh, we're back in shows already, right? It's not our fault that he's not here. Um, <laughs> he's
2: doing some very important stuff. He is, indeed.
1: Um, so let's start for a second here. Um, you, you made the, the joke about, you know, where's the young man? You have been going to this show, NAB, for a minute, right? Uh, since, the, let's say, the, the late 80s. The late 1980s, yes. What is What is the difference? Over the last 30, 40
0: years,
2: it's it's interesting. This used to be the most important show for me of the year. Um, it isn't really anymore. Um, it's a good place show to be at. It was the place where broadcast engineers and 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 producers of programming would get together. Uh, I was at the last one they did in Atlanta, which dates it back into the eighties. Um, and a lot of them, you know, they've been permanently in Vegas now. It was about the camera. It was about the the uh, the, the grip equipment. It was about what you needed to do broadcasting and as you walk around the halls I mean it was probably like five or six years ago it turned that that the central hall which at the time held most of these traditional uh, yep. uh, hardware people started to get a little lighter and the south hall which oddly is not in use this year had you know all the software and you couldn't walk through it it was too packed this is now really a very disjointed show about software with a little hardware thrown in, with the idea that production and content creation isn't this thing you need studios and and, and conglomerates for and MSOs. You and I are doing production right now in yeah. a little booth, you know, you know, courtesy of these guys. And uh, it's 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 that's really the idea that this this show has really changed from a traditional broadcast to a whatever you want to define broadcast ads. Yeah,
3: absolutely.
2: Oh wait a minute, actually, before you go on, yes, I forgot. Here. What are you? I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I bought this. This is almost four dollars at the NAB store. Oh. And here, you're gonna wear it for the rest of the. Education. I'm a broadcast genius. Can you guys geni-
1: see it? I'm a broadcast genius. Broadcast genius. There we go. Oop. Not anymore. I can't spell today, obviously, apparently, and I can't. Can I put this here. You put it there. Right. I was gonna put on your jacket, yeah, whatever I'll, you I'll, like. That. Well, here's. A, I might wear a different jacket this. Week. That's true. So, um, so talk to for a second about the difference. I, I somewhat made made the joke that you and I have been too one or two shows together. We started the year at CES in January. Uh, you and I were together at Enterprise Connect. I have personally gone to a couple of other uh, shows as well as you have. Yes. What is the difference between all of these shows as we're getting back? Because in, in from my percep- perception, right, um, I am going to more shows than I ever have in my life, in my career. CES, to me, was lighter than this show. Um, now, it was spread off out more but it, it felt it felt lighter it was January as opposed to April this feels a bit more populated today. Uh, but that just might be my perception. And then you and I are going into ISE in two weeks. So what is the expectation as we kind of get back into? Well,
2: it's almost not related. And we were joking about this before that you picked a hell of a year to start going to to all the trade shows because we've been going up in uh, flows and uh, peaks and valleys with the the variants of the pandemic. You know, Just before CES is when Omicron was exploding and a lot of people who were going to go to CES bagged out and didn't go. We're now at at, at what's Considered a low point. You know, I'm still masking up most of the time, obviously not for interviews. But um, it's it's it's. There are more people here because there are more people that feel safe to go. We're on this ramp where I think to CES 2023 is going to be you know back to where trade shows used to be should be. And and to answer your question sideways, CES for me is the most important show of the year because it's the one that gives you an 18 month look ahead as to what's going on in all technology. Okay. Um, here you, lo- you deal with broadcasting and broadcast technology. Enterprise Connect, you deal with collaboration, and collaboration strategy and solution. And for all of these conferences, I'm not there so much to see exhibitors, but I'm there to see people that I knew I was going to see. Okay. Colleagues, appointments, friends. It's for the networking. It's they really get a sense of what's going on in the industry, which you can't always do from your desk. That, that's
1: accurate. And, and one of the things is CES um, had a, a an area called Eureka Park, right? right. Here at NAB, they have a, a futuristic pavilion over in the in the new West Hall, right? right? So at least you, you've got a sense of, I don't know if it's 18 months, but at least the next 12 months of innovation, what so some folks think is gonna come down the pipeline. How important sure. is that kind of future casting, as dangerous as it is, in my opinion, it, it, given the, the COVID you know, era that we're in, how important is that future casting?
2: Well, it, it's it's more important at a show like um, like CES because CES encompasses all technology, broadcasting, personal, everything else. Here, you know, we saw HD here for the first time before it was you know generally accepted. We saw 4K. We've seen 8K TV here. You know, so we understand the direction that we're going in, and seeing people experiment with these. You know, whether it was you know NHK in, in the Orient or or, or um, 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 Sarnoff Labs here in the U.S. or wherever. You know, the, the, you see a lot of the future and it's important to understand. You also saw the death of 3D TV here. You know, nobody was going to wear glasses. That was the bottom line. If you and I are watching TV, we're not going to put on other glasses. We want to be able to multitask and, you know, eat popcorn and talk to each other. So you understood that that was dying here. Um, So so you put all of it together. It's worthwhile going to two or three or four trips a year. More to see the people than the exhibitors, but definitely worthwhile to get a sense of what's going on in your industry. All
1: right, you have... uh You've made a transition to Poly over the last couple of years. Is Poly showing it in AB? Is this a show that they do?
2: No, P- Polly is not an exhibitor at NAB. I'm here. A couple of my colleagues are here. Um, we're definitely going to be an exhibitor at ISE in a couple of weeks, and we're looking forward to people joining us there. Please join us for the tweet up, like we uh, we posted earlier today, or yep. well, one of us posted successfully anyway. Um, and um, it was um, early. I hadn't had any coffee yet. That's but the, my the the Poly Weekly News Show that I'm doing tomorrow, as we do this, although it'll be available, anybody wants to see it, is specifically about the idea that all the things that I learned in broadcasting when I took the you know, I, I was I, I have a broadcasting degree. Um, I, I I learned from the Zettel book, and I and I taught from that book, um, and everything that I learned about shots and when to cut and when to dissolve and you know the difference between a pan and a dolly—it's all now built into our cameras. Yeah. you know we we call it director AI. The production rules are built in. It's a solid-state camera, so no distracting motors in the room. You put it in and, and it's got your little NAB built into the box. So, that's one of the reasons we're here is uh, to do that show and to talk about how director AI and production rules are really changing the way we do broadcasting.
1: All right, sir. Dave Danto, thank you, sir. How do people connect with you or Polly?
2: Um, you can find me on Twitter. I'm NJ David on Twitter. You can find me on LinkedIn. Always, it's uh, poly.com, or if you need more information about me, it's danto.info.
1: We'll be right back with our next guest. All right, next guest up is an, a young, young lady that I actually got to hang out with a couple weeks ago, Nancy Blanchard from Williams AV. How are you, ma'am?
0: I'm good, thank you.
1: All right, good thanks, to see you. Good to see you again, good to see you again. Uh, I mentioned the fact that, that you were uh, you and I were together uh, at the PSNI Super Summit. Yes. Because uh, Williams is a, a, AV is, is a part of that, that group. Talk for a second about PSNI, which is traditionally um, an, an AV-centric you know, organization. Uh, we have ISD coming up, Integrated Systems Europe in a couple of weeks. You guys will be there. Yep. And you're at NAB, right? So explain to me for a second uh, a company that, that we have known as a traditional AV company, why you're at NAB?
0: Well, what we did is we have products that are on the video side now and then also are AI-based. So we've never exhibited here.
1: Okay. So, so this,
4: this is your first time? This is our first okay. time.
0: So it was one of those where we thought, okay, you know, the NFL's using our video annotation product. Um, there's... Uh, Court systems are using our video annotation. And then also, you know, you got an HDMI audio feed in for Convey Video, so now you have that real-time captioning and translation. So we just felt that these products tailored to the type of people that would be attending this show.
1: So, I know this is only, we're recording this at 3 o'clock uh, Pacific <laughs> on the first day, so this might be a little unfair question, but I'm still gonna ask it. What has been the reception specifically to the real-time translation so far?
0: There's the interest, okay. uh, especially because of having 109 languages. We had somebody that came up, um, he works for, now son of a sudden I'm gonna forget, um, from LA, but oh, uh, Warner okay. and they have uh, Slovenia and so when he, s- he walked by and he looked at it he said and so do you have Slovenia that maybe we can be able to communicate with and so we brought up the menu showed them all the different languages he took a card and he said okay I'm gonna present like, this so it's it's that need of being able to globally communicate okay. effectively yeah. so you don't have any language barrier
1: Yeah, uh, absolutely. when you look at the intersection. I, I I I've said this before, and, and um, I my day job is 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 marketing at CTI, uh, integrator out of St. Louis. We are also here uh, yeah. in force. Our uh, we have a large broadcast presence, but the one thing that we've, we're seeing is this overlap between broadcast and traditional AV,
0: yeah. right?
1: Where you have uh, a corporate Fortune five hundred, Fortune one hundred company who oh yeah, we want to do our own content, which I'm all about, go ahead, let's do it, right? Yeah. Love content. Um, but also we need uh, we need translation, we need conference rooms, we need meeting rooms. We still need some version of the huddle space, and we'll talk about what that means later after Infocom. But are you seeing a lot of your customers coming to you saying, you know what, we can now leverage some of these broadcast-centric things with some of our clients because that's what they're pulling. They're pulling us into broadcast. Are you seeing that? Or is it still kind of siloed? I do broadcast, I do AV.
0: I think think it's siloed like you said. Um, We do have the people, the rental companies that do live events. Uh, There's an aquatic area in Australia And so they're using Caption Assist for during the races to have it displayed up on screen. People have talked about, you know, with athletics, with baseball games. So now all of a sudden you've got that inclusion because you're sitting there in the stands, but you're able to follow along with what's being said. So it's, I don't, I still think it's it's separate. There's different applications. Um, you know, from teaching from higher ed to court systems to, like I said, live events to meetings. So,
1: right. let me ask you one thing: as as we all kind of get back together, you can you can reference the PSNI event this this week or, or whatever. What's one one thing that, that you have missed that we're getting back uh, as we get back together?
0: I think it's just been that that communication, the, you know, in real time, the hugging, being able to, you know, um, just catch up on things. Whereas, you know, a year and a half, we've just been DMing one another or posting and and that's, that's how it's been. But now you're able to actually talk. And I think it also has to do with um, the uh, body language, you know, being able to read people in my meetings. Um, you know, I'm showing them product and stuff, but I'm able to read, are they interested or is it something, you know, that maybe I should, that, that, that's not really their focus. So it's just that human element.
1: Right, I like that. Nancy Blanchard from Williams A B, How do people connect with you or Williams?
0: Um, you can contact me on Twitter at, at Nancy Blanchard. LinkedIn is at Nancy Blanchard. Williams AV would be Nancy B as a boy at WilliamsAV.com.
1: All right, very Thanks so Williams AV. Yep. Uh, thank you, ma'am. Good Appreciate it. we uh, be, We'll be right back with our next guest. All right, our next guest has a brand spanking new job at UNLV, but that is not why he's at NAV this, this, uh, this week. Mr. James King uh, from UNLV. How are you?
5: I'm good. Um, just a little clarification I'm with the School of Medicine at UNL. I'm sorry, yes. School
1: of Medicine with UNL, not UNLV. Yes. All right. Um, recently moved out here from Jersey. New yes, Jersey. about
5: five days ago. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, how's the heat? Perfect. All right, very good. Yeah. Um, talk for a second about you. you I, I mentioned the fact that you came from from New Jersey. Again, higher education there. Mm-hmm. Now you're you're out here. Why why are there so many higher education and, and um, folks that live and breathe in that space? Not necessarily in the broadcast schools. But folks that are looking at lecture capture, looking at voice lift, looking at you know communicating and transmitting uh, a, a, a classroom over the over a, a network, where where are they coming to NAB?
5: Um, mainly because um, remote learning is not going away. Okay. Um, if anything, it's just going to become a. It's part of higher education going from on. Um, COVID, that pandemic really pushed it forward. Um, so we need this technology. We need to be able to broadcast, um, not just to a wide audience, but also securely, uh, making sure that the end-to-end encryption is done, um, that the privacy screens are done, especially when you get into school of medicine, because you got HIPAA laws and all that stuff, you have to be mindful of.
1: You said that remote, remote learning is not going away. Is it exclusive remote learning? Is it a, I don't like using the word hybrid, but I'm going to. Is it hybrid? Is it some like pick and choose? You know, what What exactly do you see for coming down the pipeline? Maybe not next semester, but maybe when you start looking into the 23 and 24 school year.
5: I think of a little of everything. Um, thinking about this is for an event like this. Um, I was currently working on my master's. Job change put a hold on that. But if I came to an event like this, I miss class, yeah. now I don't need to. Or if I say I was a presenter or a faculty member and I had to go to a conference, now I'm throwing stuff on busy work for the students, now I don't need to. We can reach anywhere, anybody, anywhere now. Um, and it actually allows students who may not be physically able to get to campus or even mentally able to handle the crowds to take part of their education.
1: Okay, so that's a very important point. Uh, One of the things that I've learned over the last couple of years when it comes to DEI initiatives, right, uh, and that is the neurodiversity aspect of it. Talk about that for a second and and why that's so important as those of us who didn't know anything about it three years ago are starting to get educated and and trying to serve that segment of our our community.
5: So everyone has um, their own way they learn and um, they have to feel comfortable. To be a part in your education, you have to feel comfortable in your environment. I was a person who actually had a a learning disability that was registered. I never took advantage of any of the courses or the tools that they gave you to help because I didn't need those. There are people who do, um, who will not speak up. This being able to provide asynchronous and synchronous learning allows people to take part, active parts, in their education without feeling a target on their back or being a spotlight put on.
1: As, as I wrap up here with, with, with you, what is one or two things that you were surprised about with this show this year?
5: Um, really how many products there are that would achieve what we're looking to do in higher education. Plus, also a lot of these big tech companies uh, like Microsoft, um, Dell's here. You got um, a uh, AWS, AWS for Amazon. Amazon's here. Yep. Yeah, so there's a lot of big tech companies here. Yeah, absolutely.
1: All right, James King. Thank you, sir. How do people connect
5: with you? Uh, thank you. Um, as always, online you can get me at av underscore James King.
1: All right. You also uh, check out your uh, your one year old uh, podcast now. Yeah. Ask the programmer. How yes. do you do that?
5: That. Uh, Ask the Programmer. It's on YouTube and any uh, podcast platform you like.
1: Very good. James King. We'll be right back with our next guest. All right. Next up, this uh, person does not need any introduction and I don't think I have the words in the English language to do him justice. I will just start with Dr. Josiah Way. Tim. hi, buddy? How are you doing? I am well, man. We're going to do the
4: uh, pretend we just ran into each other. Absolutely.
1: Just, oh, you're here
4: type thing. nice to see you. Nice to see you. What brings you by?
1: Oh, technically an airplane. You know, Me too. You too? And I didn't even need to. Well, that's true. Because you could have just jumped in the car and, you know, driven over yeah. from Southern California. Um, I want to take a... We'll, we'll get to NAB for in a second here. And we just talked to James, and he gave us some insight on, on higher education. Um, talk for a second about this show and other shows, and you and I are both going to ISC. Um, how is it... How are you feeling as we're, we're, we're kind of getting back together? Finally, after two years, what is your sense? What is your feeling? Is this a blip? Is this a temporary respite? Or is this we're actually getting back together and we're getting back to a sense of normalcy and it's not going to get stalled again?
4: Yeah. Um, I wish we could say it wasn't going to get stolen again, but uh, you feel it. I mean, we're back. There's no question we're back. We got all the halls are full. People are buzzing around. I'm sure the numbers aren't what they would normally be. But look at the size of the booth. Look at how much, you know, manufacturers are going, we're going to go all in here. And you can feel it. You can feel that people are back. People aren't even, you know, pretending that there is COVID, you know, they're just not. Um, And I think that that's just part of our human nature where we're saying we want this sense of who we are and what we do as an industry back. And people are being reckless. I mean, people are being careful and everything. But you can just tell, coming here and feeling that people are wanting to be here, they're wanting to do business, the reps working the booths are wanting to show their product. I think that's been the thing that's missing, you know, and I was talking to some of the other higher ed people earlier, um, and we were saying like, you can't do justice on a white paper to talk about a product launch, right? But just to get in and feel, I'm going over to one booth and I'm just playing with the little lever, right? And doing, and it just felt good,
1: right? There, there is one thing though, and, and I think you and I have had this conversation in the last two years. I know I've had it in, in several different places. There aren't industries that you can describe a new product service offering with words, right? Mm. The drug industry, the medical industry, you can describe what a new drug does. Oh, it cures this. Here are the side effects. Da 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 da. You cannot experience an 8K display over Zoom, over Teams, over whichever platform you want, because it is inherently compressing the signal, sending it through the internet, and you're experiencing it through whatever resolution your display is. So, Talk for a second about the importance of this 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 show, ISC, Infocom, C D A later this year, coming back in, in a fuller force and what that means not only to the industry, but also to the, the the higher ed, you know, users who are out there trying to make sure that they have the latest greatest for either this summer or for the uh, the fall.
4: Yeah, yeah. You know, you said it and I think that's a good example of um, when you're looking at a display we're walking through here first off direct view LED at NAB uh, hello yeah. how about that for a change yeah. right and you're walking through there and you can just tell okay that's the quality this is what I want we are experiential right yeah. I mean like industry changed its name you know to, to add that in there um, but I think that that's the part that is missing Right. It is when when you can plan something or you're working on your, your I'll just using higher ed, your classroom upgrades, you, you can look at feature set. And those are important things and those are certain things that you can see by just clicking the little spec part of the website that yep. opens up the window, right? Um, But that doesn't mean that you can see the effect or impact it will have once it's put in. And that's really what's been missing, you know? And I think that's where I'm starting to see a lot of higher-end people around here who are actually from, I mean, mostly everyone's kind of localish, but smaller schools they are getting here. Not everyone's has the luxury of, say, USC and some of the other schools where, I could get out to a manufacturer and you know, even if they're closed, I can get there and I can try to do these things. and most people couldn't do that. So it's extremely important, I know, for our vertical, to be able to come back, to be able to say what it is, and now that we've learned what the future might look like, I don 't know if we fully know. But we can at least say, okay, I want to touch, taste, feel, whatever, exactly what's going in, so that I know and have that confidence. And there's just something about that um, that you just and, and already I'm I was I've never been one of those like sorry everyone and sorry Avik and all but I'm not i I'm never one of those like outside the rim type. I like to usually go to the kind of the big boys, right? no i'm walking everywhere around here i'm like this is cool little what's this little gadget right yeah. um and i think that maybe my way of looking at a trade show is going to be different moving forward because it's kind of like you know you took my toys away now i want them back and i'm not going to let you do it again
1: well and I, I will admit that as as i i mentioned this uh several times over the last couple of weeks uh i'm in, in town for nav we are recording this on a sunday which is new for me right a trade show on a sunday uh, which may be why some of those smaller schools are able to do that, right, come in. But there's another trade show going on this week called CinemaCon. Uh, and a lot of traditional AV folks are there as well. Traditional folks are, are here, right, at in the We're in their booth and thankful to them for, the, for this facility. Uh, our friends at Sure are over and, and just down around the corner, right. You've got several folks that will be here as well as Infocom, as well as ISE. Did you, did you expect that? Did you expect that crossover? Not at all.
4: Not at all. And that, this is one of the things that, that's kind of taken, uh, that I've noticed. You know, I before coming into higher ed six years ago, I was in the live entertainment side. NAB was my show to go to, right? Never really went to commercial integration side. I come back to, you know, in higher ed. I haven't been to an NAB since I left and now I'm here. Um, and I'm sitting here going, look at what's happened. We used to departmentalize broadcast, we departmentalized commercial integration, we departmentalized IT. But look what we have now. The entire hall is full of Cisco, Microsoft, IT companies, right? Network companies. Now we have all the other traditional AVs here mixed in, like we already mentioned, LED wall. That yeah. doesn't belong in NAB, but yet it does because now we're doing sound stages that are direct view LED, right? We want to talk and, you know, we love the, the buzzword of convergence, right? Well, we're, we're this is converged like I didn't expect at all. I really did not. I honestly expected to walk in and go, oh, yeah, I saw the list of these few people I know and all that. But I didn't expect to see a complete... Um, uh, merging of all these verticals that we'd love to separate and I think this show this year proves that we can't do that anymore yeah absolutely
1: Joe Way, thank you so much sir how do people connect with you
4: Uh, you don't connect with me on the twitters but instead go to avnation.tv for a whole host of shows oh
1: my goodness that's my Uh, line
4: hey I'm gonna steal it you can find me at just on all the on all the twitter socials all that stuff and and also hetma.org
1: .org .org. right, very good thank you sir uh, up next, we have our last guest. Uh, we'll be right back with her. All right. Uh, last uh, guest here is uh, the reason that we're uh, blessed by sitting in the EpiFan booth, Mr. Nick Bellani from EpiFan. How are you, sir?
3: Doing well, yourself?
1: Good, good. Thanks so much for the, the wonderful space, the equipment here, and Pretty cool, facilities. right? Very cool,
3: very cool. I mean, as a pro, you pop into a space, what are we in, like eight square feet here?
1: You're asking me to do math, we got
3: 10 megabit up. We're giving 4K out to the world. Yeah. This, is, this is flashy stuff. Dan. We'll talk
1: about that for a second. What, 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 what is... You know, what is the message this this year for you guys, uh, Epiphany specifically? Talking to to the folks at
3: Yeah, well, our, our message has been uh, pretty clear. It's, it's broadcast without barriers. Okay. So we want to help people share their story with the world, and of course, a broadcast event like NAB is a place that we've uh, we've existed for a long time. Um, but part of what we're seeing is that organizations, you know, because of the pandemic, desire a higher quality video product but don't necessarily have the ability to absorb the expense associated with a, you know, $100,000 switching board, right? Yeah. And so then how do we start to marry those worlds in service to these new types of video communications people desire? And so that's really what we're showcasing here is hybrid workflows for the future. Great edge devices that bring video in, cloud computing that helps you leverage that video in a powerful way and create experiences for your brand and for your individuals.
1: Talk for a second about that 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 kind of different markets, right? Because you you just just described several different markets. Uh, Joe Way said this, uh, Nancy Blanchard I think think from Williams AV referenced this, the fact that you've got several different markets, both here at NAB, but also kind of a larger context. Joe used the the term convergence, and he wasn't talking about AVIT convergence, Mm. he was talking about broadcast and commercial AV and higher education. All these different markets that are all using the parts and pieces, the software, the, the cloud and all these different pieces to get to the same end result, they to get to the aim, same goal, they're using these systems differently, mm-hmm. but they're still using the same system, right? So, how how do you see that convergence coming together when it comes to you guys?
3: Yeah, you know, it's a word we've talked about for a long time. Uh, you and I, and that scale. Yeah. Right. When we start to create scale, that's really convergence. I have to get things to repeat and make it simple for everybody, whether it's the technician installing oh, yeah. or the person yeah. using the technology. Yeah. i gotta, I got to make it easy for everybody. And um, I think it's something that the imagination of the industry is just now catching up, right? Like, we went into survival mode. We all had to use video just to communicate, just to even connect. And now all of a sudden we're going, wait a second. I- I've got senior executives projecting a story to the world that doesn't even have basic branding on it, let alone a good microphone, camera, or lighting. And it's all right there, it's all approachable. I just don't think anybody's had the time to think about it. And so now as we kind of collectively breathe, get back together again, isn't this nice? Yeah. Um, we're gonna start to really think about how do we make video more impactful? Ooh. And that's a space that I think is very interesting. If you think about Joe Way in higher education, he's thinking about how do I make video more impactful? For my professors, so that they're, they're, their, their lecture has impact, but also for the students. You know what he's doing with pop-up studios there is fascinating student goes in and records a quick 10-minute presentation for the professor? Well, I share that with a large enterprise customer, and I said, well, what if your account executives could pop into a four-person conference room, shoot a quick 10-minute pitch, and you knew they look good, sound good, and feel good? Yeah. That's what happens when we put ourselves in a nice studio like this. And now, listen, you're, you're, you're changing the entire way that you use video to engage with customers, and that video serves your employees and your ecosystem. And that's just a, that's a fascinating shift. That's... It, it explains to me why everybody would approach it with different tools and different little ways of doing it because we're all trying to test and figure it out.
1: So talk for a second because what, what you just described there is not unlike the digital convergence, the, the digital transition oh, right, yeah. between 5R, between right, RGB, H V into more of a digital ecosystem. How do you take a traditional AV integrator, a traditional AV engineer mm. who, I love them, they're very smart, much smarter than I am, but they are—they they do sometimes get stuck in their ways. How do you get them there? How do you get them? How do you explain what you just described—a a pop-up studio where you know somebody can come in and leverage an existing system, but to, to use it for, for a different end, different means.
3: Yeah, boy, that's a that's a tricky one, right? I mean, I I think first off, I'll say this: we need to meet the industry where it is. So that one of the tools we announced here is Epiphant Connect. Okay and it is the first proof point of the video conferencing world meeting the broadcast world. Because we were able to take a Microsoft Teams signal out and bring it into any broadcast enabled SRT workflow. So right there, you can start to extract Microsoft Teams people, put them into your, your live events. Those kinds of simple tools, and I think that's one of the things that's really important is we have to acknowledge that we haven't armed those AV integrators and those engineers with the easiest tools to use. And frankly, it's a disservice. We give them these complicated tools, and then we say, well, they, they can't figure out how to use it. Why don't we go figure out how to do it? And that's a proof point that I'd encourage anybody to come see, and you can see it with our existing hardware, by the way. We're known as being really intuitive to use and super reliable, and we got to build off that base as a company. I think that's a, a good spot for us.
1: Nick Milani from EpiFan. How do people connect with you or EpiFan?
3: Uh, EpiFan.com always. Nick Mulani on Twitter. And uh, I'd love to connect with anybody and happy to discuss more. And
1: you should. He's a pretty cool guy to connect with. Uh, for us, for me, for Tim Albright, don't, don't follow me on the Twitters. Uh, I'll just complain about the Bears or root on my Blues. Uh <laughs> but go by the website, if you would, please, avianation.tv. That's avianation.tv. You'll find more videos like this. Uh, and Nick and I will be get, hanging out in, in Infocom. Uh, And we'll be heading to ISD in about two weeks. all that and more at indianation.tv at indianation.tv.